is up still studying. Happy Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. Welcome to season two of the study session, episode number 214. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a Tuesday. It is cold out here in my neck of the woods. I'm over it. I'm ready for springtime. Had enough. Had enough. People always say, oh, you grew up in Western PA. You should be... No. I'm over it. But anyway, thanks for joining me here today. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Today I'm going to take a look at the quarterback position for the Steelers in terms of evaluating the current pieces. Talking about the path forward in terms of free agency and the draft. As I am now in my evaluation process of all positions on the team. So you have an idea of how this team is going to operate this offseason. Hopefully you had a chance to check out my offseason priorities in terms of draft and free agency. I put that up on Monday. Did a follow-up session on that. So we'll get into quarterbacks today, running back tomorrow, and away we will go until we go through all the positions. But again, just want to say thank you for being a supporter of the study, for listening, reading, sharing with your family and friends. Truly does mean the world to me. Let's connect. You can comment directly here on the articles. Drop me a line via email. study at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag where you drive the content. So let's make that happen. And in case you didn't know, I do a podcast with Jim Wexel, the GOAT, who has covered the Steelers since 1995. Over on his site, The Still City Insider, our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We will be recording next Tuesday after taking a week off, and we publish between 6 and 6.30 a.m. Check it out. There's a YouTube feature of that, but I hope you enjoy it. So study ends. Let's get into it. We're looking ahead to 2022 season. This is season two here on the session, and we're looking at quarterback. Big Ben, it's it. It's done. There's really no need to go back over all the accolades and the praise for him. We've done that. Much respect to him, what he's brought this organization. But things are changing now. We're going to have a different person at the helm. And let's start by talking about Mason Rudolph who's going to get every opportunity to start, as will Dwayne Haskins. And I thought a lot about, can Rudolph elevate his game and be a better quarterback? Can he be a leader? Can he play above average? Can he lead this team to a Super Bowl? And... You don't want to say a hard no, but if you go just based on what his tape has been, and there's a decent amount of it because he got a lot of playing time and starts in 2019. He started against the Browns in 2020, started against the Lions this year. You have to ask yourself, what have you seen in his performances that make you think he could lead this team to a Super Bowl? Because I haven't seen it. I think what you do see is a guy who could probably lead this team to nine wins, get a wild card berth, but that's it. I don't think you get anything beyond that with Mason Rudolph. 
And again, there's something to be said for that. I mean, that's still postseason berth in the NFL. And that's salvageable. If that's the worst case scenario next year, then that's not too bad. But in terms of being that franchise-level talent, he's not it. And in terms of Dwayne Haskins, again, you're putting faith in something that hasn't happened yet. You're putting faith in him experiencing growth and development that transforms him into a franchise elite quarterback. The film that he has put on tape with the Washington football team in preseason this past year with the Steelers. Have you seen anything that makes you think that's plausible? For me, the answer is no. And there's more more questions and uncertainty surrounding Haskins because he hasn't had the reps with the Steelers. He doesn't have the familiarity with the organization. I'm not saying that it can't be done, but from where I sit today, he's not your franchise guy either. I think in terms of win total, maybe he would come in around nine wins if all things play out well for him because he does offer some mobility. But I don't believe he's your answer. I'll eat my words if I'm wrong and gladly so. But I have concerns about either of these gentlemen being the leader of this team in 2022. And the reality is it's going to be Rudolph. Barring something monumental that happens. Because even if they draft someone, they're not going to start him right away. And even if Rudolph would get hurt, if Haskins sticks as the backup, then he would get the snaps. So a rookie wouldn't get in there right away. Which brings up the next piece. Veteran free agent. They're going to sign somebody. You can count on that. Now, is it going to be somebody out of this world? No. But the name that keeps being bandied about is Marcus Mariota. And there, there's something worth looking at there. He would probably fit nicely into Matt Canada's offense. He has something to offer as a runner. But you're looking at a guy like that in terms of free agency. You're looking at maybe a Tyrod Taylor. But again, it's meh. You're not going to win a Super Bowl with the Tyrod Taylor, with the Marcus Mariota. Just like you're not going to win a Super Bowl with a Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins. You can get in a postseason with these guys, but then when you're playing against Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, even Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, it's just... You, there's no comparison. It's, it's not going to work. So I'm not trying to create this picture of despair here in terms of quarterback, but it's, I don't want to say it's bleak, but it's average. And average isn't enough to get it done. The only thing you could argue that they do is go out and trade for a stud, but you don't have the draft capital this year to do it. And you have too many other needs. Great, you bring in somebody, 
who's franchise caliber, but then you bankrupting your future, which is not a smart idea. Which is why I think the Steelers, again, they're going to sign a veteran free agent quarterback, bank on it, but then they're also going to draft a guy. They have to. There's no way around it. And again, I'm tired of the hate on this year's quarterback class because if there's one position that is grossly misevaluated by NFL scouts, it is quarterback. Eventually, I'm going to do an article on this about how many misses there have been at the quarterback position in terms of drafting. It's just such a hard position to figure out. And there will be a guy available to them at pick 20 that more more than likely they will, will like and quite possibly in the second round. And remember, Russell Wilson, because of his size, didn't go until the third round. And he's had one heck of a career. So I think they are going to draft someone. Now, I don't think I'm going to put my money on the table and say they draft a quarterback this year. But they're also going to bring in a veteran free agent. Then you're going to have four options to work with. You know what you're going to get in Rudolph. You're going to get someone who is average, who is steady, who maybe gets slightly better. With Haskins, you'll get somebody who is probably a bit below average with okay mobility, but we don't know what his growth factor is. So there's a bit of unknown there. But neither more than nine wins. You bring in a veteran free agent who could be steady and have a steady year, like a Marcus Mariota, like a Tyrod Taylor. Nine wins, average, wild card. But your unknown variable then becomes the rookie. And again, if you're putting faith in a rookie coming in and pulling off a stellar year right away, that's, first of all, unfair to that player, but also very rare and unlikely to happen. But if you really want to give a spark to this position and a chance for this position to be something beyond what is in front of us now, it's got to come through the draft. But even that, looking at all that in totality tells you everything you need to know about quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. It's average. It's average and it's unknown. So what does that mean for the rest of the team? That means the rest of the team is going to have to carry the quarterback you're going to have to prioritize the running game. That's why I feel like if you got a Marcus Mariota or if you draft a rookie who can run, you just ask him not to throw a lot. And you prioritize the run. You do the read options. You run Matt Cannon's offense. You pound Najee. You just, you're a run-first team. You're a run-dominant team. Kind of like what Baltimore did there with Lamar Jackson. And maybe that's the approach they'll take. Maybe that's the approach they'll take. Here's what I can tell you. This position is going to look a lot different next year. And that's exciting because, man, much as I love Ben, he just, he had a little bit gunslinger left in him, but it just wasn't the same. 
And it's exciting to think that, hey, now's the time where we start that search for the next guy to lead this team to another ring. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 214 of season two. My gratitude to you for being a supporter of the study session of the Still Study. Love you guys. I hope you have a phenomenal Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. Hit me up. You know the three ways to do it comment, email, tweet. Let's connect. Check out the Wexel podcast. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, y'all.